you know Jack? I bet you don't know Jack. But if you did know Jack, you'd know what I know, and that is that you don't know Jack. Does that make sense? Good. Let me get to the point. I bet that you don't know that the Jack Bar and Bistro at the Robinvale Bridge Motel is open six nights per week for dinner. I bet you forgot that Al does amazing takeaway suvers and fish and chips on Friday nights. You might not know that the Jack Tavern at the front is open for knockoff drinks every night of the week with Dean as the resident financial advisor, political commentator, mentor psychologist and comedian. And I bet you hadn't even thought about having a function there or a special dinner or a corporate meeting, had you? But I bet if you did, you'd understand that you'd have to book with Al so she knows exactly what on earth is going on. Told you, you don't know Jack. But now you do. The Jack Bar and Bistro at the Robinvale Bridge Motel. Now you know Jack. Do you know Jack? Charlie? Yes, I just met him then. <laughs> you are a twit. You've had some lunch and now yeah. you're, you're good you to know, go again. Yep. Mm. Perked up a bit. And, oh, two plastic cups now, Jade. What's oh, going on? Oh, stop. Yeah, okay. Yep, fair point. <sighs> but how do we... No, you ask yeah. for a glass and glass, and you drink it in there. But I don't consume my drinks that quickly. Bring Maybe I should. Yes. <sighs> okay. And a Charles. straw as well. Yeah, the straw thing bugs me a bit. Yeah. I just I find straws a bit superfluous. Mm. But I think that's part of um, common society now. Like ladies drink from a straw, and I know I'm far from a lady. But um, if I was to sit and <laughs> and in a cafe and drink from a glass, you know, you kind of – I feel like you'd get frowned upon, even you know, though at home I drink juice straight from the bottle. <laughs> I always find – like we talk about equality, but mm. I hate when you go to a bar and whatever you order, if they think it's for a female, they'll give you a straw. Mm. And if they don't, they won't? Yeah. Do you use straws? Well, if you go and order a gin and tonic at mm. any bar – They'll give you a straw because yep. they think it's for a female. But Or are they giving you a straw so that you can mix it? I always thought, when, and when the pub work that I've done in the past, if it's a spirit, you put a straw in it anyway so that you can mix it. Because otherwise the spirit is at the bottom. True, true. Mm. It's just a whole matter of perspective, <laughs> isn't it, Charles? Yes. Anyway, mm. straws. I think I'm going to change your name to Charles. Well, not change your name. I think that I'm going to go. Instead of calling you Chlutz, yeah. why don't I go back to calling you Charles? Yeah. I noticed when Nordo did it, I mean, it makes you two sound like lovers, but <laughs> <laughs> it's quite becoming. <laughs> Probably yeah. puts you in a, a much better um, <laughs> much better light than Chlutz. Yes. <laughs> makes, uh. you sound like, makes you sound like the kid sitting in the playground eating his salami roll at lunchtime. Yeah, and recess. I used to hate that too. Eating your salami roll yeah. at recess. Because oh, back in the day, mm. we never had fridges. Mm. You know how now oh, they yeah. all take their lunches, they put it in the fridge. We do they do that at school? Yeah. Do they? Yeah. So, But now, mm. you take your lunch. You, well, when I went to school, you took your lunch and then it got really hot. And yeah, in school bag. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I used to hate, granted, I didn't often take salami and stuff because my mother, who is uh, not of Italian descent, but my, she hated all that stuff then. She hated the salami and she hated the bippies and the melanjanis and us kids oh. loved it and lo- hated olives. Now she's got no problem going to a fancy restaurant and paying $60 for <laughs> antipasti. But when we were kids, it was ham and cheese. I hate ham. Granted, Vegemite, I will put on an inch thick. How do you have your Vegemite? Don't. I was going to say, but how you have your Vegemite says a lot about you as a person. No, I can't. It's too salty. Oh, not if 
Joe, come closer to the microphone. So we've got. So you um, can beg me as is, well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, do we address you as former councillor Joe Roberts now, I'll or let you address me any way you want, Jay? <laughs> really? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe Roberts is here. We're going to talk to you about um, the whole Bell Reynolds Shire issues. Um, but more importantly, but more importantly, Vegemite, <laughs> and sh- you're going back to Chalutz now <laughs> after a statement like that. I have grown up on Vegemite. Haven't we all grown up on Vegemite? Well, I don't eat vegetables or stews or anything with vegetables in it. I literally ate Vegemite sandwiches for pretty much breakfast, lunch and tea most of my childhood. Yeah, I'd have sleepovers at friends and and, uh, Lynn Taylor actually from Auto Pro was one of them and (laughs) she can still remember having to dish me up Vegemite sandwiches, breakfast, lunch and tea. That's awesome. I'm going to move that just slightly closer. Um, And you know what? You've grown up uh, and you're healthy <laughs> and you lived on Vegemite sandwiches. Yep. Peyton, you can live on Vegemite sandwiches. Beautiful. That's fine. I'm so glad. Thank you for coming in because this is, I understand this is not easy. It's been 12 months, hasn't it? Or longer than 12 months since the whole public inquiry has been going on. When did the hearings start? Uh, well, we got interviewed on August last August, year. July. Oh, yeah, so it hasn't August. been 12 months. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've had a lot of issues from the start, pretty much the start of my term. So, you know, we had the pr- pr- improvement order, performance improvement order. So that was a biggie. As soon as I pretty much got on that, that one. So that had a lot to do with before me, but we had to address it. And we felt like we're getting on top of that. And then we got a public inquiry. So, mm. yeah, it's been full on. Learned a lot. I bet. It's been a big week. Mm. <laughs> And how are you coping, first yeah, of all? Yeah, how stressful has that been? Mm. Um, for the first couple of days, I was in tears pretty much the whole time because you feel like a failure. Even though I don't think I did anything wrong, it's still not the way you want to yeah. end. Um, it's, it's not the way you want to go about your job either, being no. questioned. <sighs> no. Mm. And doubting yourself, which I did. But luckily, like, I've got great support from family and friends. Um, mum and dad are biased, but um, yeah, dad, dad's had a long chat to me and sort of made me write down everything I've achieved and what I have done. And Jeez, he's good, isn't he, your dad? Which makes me feel better. Mm. So, um, and I've had a lot of comments from public, which has been great. And I had a lady from Robinvale who I know, but I don't know well, who just inboxed me and said, you know, I just want to let you know, we know that you're one of the good ones. Mm. And I was in tears again. Mm. Yeah. It's just like, really? Yeah, but that's <laughs> how beautiful. Yeah, mm. it's it's the whole roller coaster, isn't it? It's yeah. you know you're getting absolutely barreled from one end, mm-hmm. but those in your patch have got you back. Yes, and I think that's really important. When I saw the news come up too, I jumped on straight away because I thought, geez, if that was me, <laughs> yes. I would be in the fetal position. Yeah, yeah. Just and thank you, Jade. I was lovely to get your message. Um, it's hard because. I have Chels, who's 18, my daughter. Mm. She doesn't fully understand. So she's sort of looking at me and I'm crying mm. over yeah. in the corner, mm. making this big deal. And she's yeah. like, yeah, it's over, Mum. She will understand in the not-too-distant future, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. at 18, 
She's not concerned with politics and all no, that kind of stuff. She's, she's worried about uni and going out drinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's Which exactly. Is, that's fair that enough. What she's yeah. eighteen. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a normal eighteen-year-old, and <laughs> exactly. good on her. So, and she's off to Latrobe, isn't she? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. What's she studying? Uh, she's doing the double degree in nursing and midwifery. Of course, she's doing a double degree. She's an exceptional young lady. She is. Yes. Yeah. Well done on oh. that. If for nothing else, congratulations yeah. on Chelsea. <laughs> Thank you. I think she's pretty special too. Yeah, and Bendigo, yeah. that's – how are you going to cope without Chelsea around? Again, I'll probably be in tears for the first <laughs> few days. But, um, no, no, I'm going to fill my time and, yeah, I've still got a lot of life to live. You could join Rotary. Yeah, We're recruiting for Rotary at the moment. Bowls right. tonight. <laughs> yeah, bowls tonight at the Houston Club. <laughs> so yes. uh, can you – how did this all come about? Come about? So <laughs> I had it all come apart. <laughs> no, well, apart and about kind of thing. Like as so, in me getting onto the shire or the the whole the whole issues. thing of the whole issue. Like where did it start? Like why did what drew attention to the Bow Randall Shire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think well, there's that's been a attention question. there for quite a few years. Um, if you actually read the public inquiry, like the outcome, the um, report. It goes back to 2013. Yeah. Now I wasn't there, so 2013, yeah. 14, 15. I wasn't there. And there's a fair bit of stuff that happened in there with councillors and, and maybe some iffy decisions or actions made there, which um, certainly get, gets people to notice. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that stopped when I come on. Um, it seemed to snowball. Um, and also the community, and it says in the report, you know, they've lost the respect yeah. of the councillors. Uh, which I can understand uh, to some degree. Um, Having said that, hating local government is like a national sport in yeah. this country, yes. isn't it? Like it doesn't matter what you do. I barely yeah. want to talk to Jade ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is a lot of them act off misinformation. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which the Shire has, you know, um, they should be getting that communication out to them. But when you have certain people in the community who just want to bring that the councillors down and yep. they're telling lies because I've heard them. I've had people come and say, well, this person told me this is what happened. I said, I was in that meeting and this is exactly what happened. Mm. And if you ever have a question again, come straight to me because I'm mm. not going to lie. I have no reason to lie because 90% of our meetings and that are, involve Bar Arnold, so I have no reason to lie. But people like to stir trouble. Yeah, yeah, they do, don't they? And it's a personality thing, unfortunately. It's just a certain personality type that like to skew things or they'll, they'll take third-hand information as absolute yeah. gospel. And even though um, I don't know how Bell Reynolds is, but with Swan Hill Rural City Council, it, transparency is something we're always working on. So information, you would hope, is readily available. Some people just don't want to listen. Absolutely. Oh, mm. I learnt that very quickly. Whether it's the truth or not, if they don't want to hear it, they're not going to hear it. Yeah. So, if it doesn't serve their purpose. Yeah. And look, mm. in defence of the Shire, we've had GMs come and go and temporary GMs come and go and senior staff come and go. It's been really hard to have anything happen well. And with the turnover of staff, mm -hmm. it says a lot about the culture internally or is it a different matter or what's because down the road sort of upstream a bit at Gunawara this week as well there's been two councillors resign 
who have cited things like cultural issues, bullying, harassment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they've openly said that. They've written open letters. Yeah. Well, it depends which way you're looking at it. As a counsellor, I don't think I've faced any bullying. But when pushed, I'll stand up for myself. Mm. Like I'll stay quiet until there's something I'm passionate about and Mm. then I'll have my say. Um, as you know, we're not allowed to have anything to do with the staff, as in we can't direct them, we mm. can't talk to them about any issues. So I personally don't know the issues staff are having, although I do know we have a lot go, and but I don't think that's all about how it is in the office, I think. Is that more of a country town kind of thing, getting people there or stay? Well, no, I think... Some people are with the Shire because it's a bloody good job Mm. Mm. and you get good money and you don't have to do much work. And when you get a new GM in like Michael Kitzelman, who's straight down the line and you'll work for your money, we we had some people leave. Yeah, well, that's a cultural shift, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because you you no longer get that cushy government job where you're getting paid above award, Mm. um, which is not necessarily a bad thing when you get a new GM in that, Gives it a bit of a clean out. So. Yeah. yeah. Look, so long as it's done in the right way, of course. Yes. Mm. And look, I support Michael Kisselman. He's not perfect by any means, but... Um, Whose phone's that? You know if your phone rings in here, you have to read it or answer it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's work. <laughs> Sorry, Jane. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, actually, you know what? Matthew Leslie. Yeah. Is that Matt? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was Graham. Oh, uh, well, we... We definitely need to get Graham <laughs> <Yeah>. on here. <laughs> We're talking Graham on the radio. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because that would be hilarious. You'd have a lot of bleeping going on. That's fine. People can read between the lines. We were talking to Bill Moore earlier about the state of recycling and the industry since the SKM collapse and all the rest of it and then Veolia and we kind of said before, let's get Robinvale Waste and Matt Leslie into recycling. Um, And you went, yeah, sure, but he can only do 5,000 (laughs) tonnes. Yeah, no, look, Matt. Matt is always on my case. How do we get into it and how do we make it sustainable? You know, he's got to make money doing it. There is no money in recyclable for the size we are at. There is just not. I can't get grants for us. Not for Houston. No. But if you were to say Swan Hill, which has 60,000 tonne, and then all the other councils around us, that have the same issue that we've got. Well, maybe that's a conversation. But the the that problem is, he's, his tip is in Houston. Yeah, so it's called Rumbar Waste, yeah. but he's still but in Houston. You don't need a tip. Need a recycling plant. It's true. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Look, Matt has plenty of ideas, and he he definitely he, an ideas man. He is mm. an ideas man. <laughs> he certainly is. I hear a lot of them. Yes. Charlie. <laughs> we need to put him and Bill in the same room. Um. Yeah. But and the thing is, he is super keen. Like Absolutely. he is super keen uh, and he's really passionate about uh, doing recycling, but he just says, well, he says it all the time, it's just too expensive. Mm. And he, yes, he could do it, but that would mean everyone's rubbish would go up and then how happy would people be about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. People, I think, wouldn't he go up $2 a lift or whatever? Mm. Yeah. And he had people tearing down the doors. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And look, and look <laughs> I've set the up office up and I'm in there and I, and I have a go at him all the time because – he he's too lenient with customers. <laughs> oh, look, he doesn't want to pay that much. We'll just <gasps> a bit here. Or, oh, you know, or he donates his bins absolutely everywhere. And I'm like, Matt, this is a business. We argue a lot because oh. I'm always telling him, come on, we've got to charge more. We've got to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, because at yeah. the end of the day, it's a so, business. He's so put now, food on the table. So now I do a lot of... To be fair, um, he's still doing it right. 
Yeah, I still do. <laughs> I do a lot of things without telling him, and then he'll have the customer ring him and complain. And he comes in and he goes, oh, I just blamed you. And I said, oh, I'm fine with that because yeah. it is me. Yeah. I've been on local government. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Getting back to that, it says well, yeah. it goes back to 2013, but who's to really say where it started? Look, we've had – obviously there's been many issues. Like we had to raise the rates, you know, mm. which was hugely contentious. It hasn't been done in years and years and years and years. If, if it had been done and incremented slowly in, yeah. no, we get the performance improvement order saying, listen here, mm. do something about your rates. Because mm. the rates were increased by, was it 6% Ten, or something? 10%. 10%. Yeah, see, that's a lot. Mm. Yeah. That's a lot. And that, and we are still one of the lowest New South Wales mm. shots. But if you get, um, but you're right. If you if it had been done at two point five percent or CPI for yes. yeah. every yeah. year, Absolutely. then people would even first of all barely notice, yeah. and they wouldn't get that massive hike. Yeah. Look, I can understand. Like I spoke to the councillors and senior staff. I said, look, I'm a single mum. It's going to be hard, mm. but, I, yeah. but I can understand why it's in there, and, I, and I'm going to pay my way. Like mm. I'm going to pay it. I know it's going to tighten my belt a bit, but you to do it. Well, that's right, especially if you want your bins and your recycling picked up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what? What I can see there in that oh piece God. of paper in front of you, you have got stuff that you've achieved, and I would like to hear that. Cause, <laughs> hang, know, on, hang on, hang on. Before we get to no, we'll end on focus, a positive. We never focus on positives. No, but we will at the end All right. because yeah. there's a lot. People can go and read the report, which is an enthralling yes, read. Absolutely. I read your bit and then of the transcript <laughs> um, and then parts of the, the report because the report came out. Was it last week that it was made public or was it made public before then? I think then? I got it weeks, yeah. Friday night. Mm. See, see, I got the phone call and said, you're no longer a councillor. That's it. Who made the Radio phone call? silence. Uh, someone from OLG. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. Like I didn't know if the report was going to come out and I could see it. I didn't yeah. know what – I have a laptop. Do I – Give it back. What, what, <laughs> yeah. what, do I, nothing, just radio silence. Really? I assumed they'd call us in one by one, have a yeah, chat, explaining. Yeah. So if I had any questions, they could answer them, but no. Nah, didn't do bang, any of that. You're done. Jeez. That's it. The GM, nothing. Well, I did get on to Michael's. Yeah. No, no, no. Michael, Michael's good, but more from OLG. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Who are, who that are kind OLG? of. Office of Local Government. Mm. No. That, that kind of doesn't surprise me, but I would think if. Because all of this, for me, granted I'm a very new councillor, but coming into the council that I'm on, I think I'm incredibly lucky because the councillors that we have there now and the CEO, we all get along really well. We have some robust debate, but there's not any... um, Malice. There's no malice. There's no disrespect. There's no... There's none of that. And the CEO keeps everyone really well informed. If I've got a question, I'll pick it up and ring John and literally within – I did it this morning. Within five minutes, he rings me back with an answer. Great. So hearing this story of yours now, like, breaks my heart and I'm just like, oh, how would you ever cope? Like, I don't – I'm just – yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I go to my mum and dad's for breakfast five days a week. Do you? Yeah, they, oh, that's give, cute. they give me their jobs for the day Bless. they like me to do, you know. <laughs> so, so they have to feed me for that. But <laughs> he, mum and dad are like my board, I bounce things off and yep. um, mum gets overly passionate about it. In other words, very angry. Mm. Um, and protective, of, no doubt. Yeah, mm. very protective, whereas mm. dad... Um, he's more the level-headed, and he'll tell me if he thinks I'm looking at it from the wrong way. Yep. I mean, he's always been like that all my life. Um, 
but he is my biggest supporter in this. He he believes that, yeah, done absolutely everything I can. Maybe the public can't see that because I'm not very good at self-promotion. I'm not very good at speaking. Um, You're doing a very good job now yeah. at speaking. Mm-hmm. Granted, you've got the whole – yeah, but you've got a whole audience of two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not a hard audience either, <laughs> really. I would imagine that Rusty is very sort of – Analytical and open-minded. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. He, mm. he, and look, we've discussed things a lot over the years because, you know, I used to be secretary of the Houston Football Club. He's I know, we were there then. Club, exactly. So we, you know, we can butt heads and talk about things like that. We went through the whole merger thing together. So we... Hey, this might sound a stupid question. Is Rusty, he, what's his real name? Russell. Oh. You know, I didn't know that either. Granted, I never really thought to ask. Yeah, because when you're saying <laughs> Rusty, I'm like... Does he have a real name or was it Rusty? Yeah, like, Russell. Like, surely. Oh, there yeah, you. yeah, no one call, – mum yeah. calls him Russell, actually, when she's angry. I was going to say, when he's that, in trouble. <laughs> it's Rusty. But yeah. if you say Rusty to anyone in Robinvale, I know exactly it's Rusty Roberts. About. Yeah. yeah, pretty yeah. much, except Chelsea always says, Mum, everywhere I go, I just have to say I'm Joe Roberts' daughter. And they're like, right. And she said, and if they don't know you, I'll just say Rusty and Jenny Roberts' granddaughter. And they're like, no worries, know who you are now. Yeah. She struck a, a girl the other day who had no idea who we were. Really? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Don't be so silly. I said, Charles, yeah, not everyone knows us. New to town or? <laughs> no. no. No? But just doesn't, you know, not in the same circles, not in the big into the footy or, you know. And yeah, I that's said, it. If you're yeah. not, if I suppose if you're but, not involved, that's a good point to make. If you're not involved in community groups and it's one of those things and I was having this conversation earlier that a lot of the community groups intertwine and overlap like John's president of Rotary and the bowls and all sorts of things so if you have that community involvement you pretty much know who so even if you don't know them to talk to you know who everyone is and who's president of that club but if you haven't got that yeah then it probably wouldn't be too wouldn't be unbelievable to not know who yeah yeah, who no, Rusty or Joe right. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. no <laughs> Never da- really thought of it. known yeah. by most people, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There you go. One thing we do, I do want to ask, actually Charlie asked this before, and it's the one question that I've been asked this week as well, what's going to happen with the Bell Reynold Caravan Park now? Charlie didn't know what had happened with the oh. Caravan Park. <laughs> Without going into too much detail. Yeah. Look, because I won't go into no. too much detail, but... It's, it's pretty easy for me where it started. We got a performance improvement order and one of the issues they had was the contract for the managers at the Caravan Park really needed to be redone to make sure we were getting the most out of it. Plus there were things missing from an accounting-wise that should have been in there. So without going into too much information... We didn't end up renewing their contract. We we put new stuff in. So is it now um, managed by a committee of management or are there new managers in there? They've got interim managers in right. there, I think, at okay. the moment. Mm. Yeah, yep. Um, and, look, we had councillors who wanted to keep them in there and get them back in there quickly, probably did some decisions in meetings that shouldn't have been done, which would be is, is all in the report, so you can read that. So that didn't help things. Even though they're trying to get them in, doing it 
the illegal way wasn't the way to do it to get them in quickly. Doing so, anything in council the illegal way isn't yeah, the right the thing way. to yeah. do it. So, uh, but that befuddles me because to make a decision in council, you need a majority vote. Absolutely, yes. Well, there were four councillors who were on the Caravan Park Committee. Oh. Okay. So, yes. Oh. Um, Therein yes. lies your and problem. And then they put a rescission motion in to try and award it to them, um, which I spoke against and said this is illegal, you cannot do it, we can't circumvent the whole tender process. We can still end up with the same outcome. I ha- I, as I said, I don't know the Jesses and I was quite happy for them to go back in if everyone was happy, but it had to be done correctly. The right way, yeah. By yeah. the books. Mm. It was not. Mm. So that caused issue. Um, and that's where that's when things and this is this is my point, and I think this is really important for the public to understand, is that if councils are acting illegally, and I know Swan Hill Rural City Council at the moment are getting accused of um, lining our own pockets and taking bribes, and <laughs> I don't, first of all, I don't think there's anyone on council at the moment that has a vested interest anywhere in, especially trains. But if you do things illegally. And, and that comes down to planning decisions. It comes down to decisions like this that are illegal or there's something dodgy. Because you've got to remember, there's a minister for this. There's yeah. a minister for local government. If these things are not done properly, you get improvement orders and then you get administrators. Mm. You get public inquiries right. and then administrators. Yeah. So yep. people that accuse local government of being dodgy, of being taking bribes, and all, it cannot happen yeah. Without there being ramifications, and this is the ramifications. Absolutely, exactly. Is that fair enough to say? Exactly. I I sort of worked out fairly early on when we got the improvement, the performance improvement order. I may not get a lot done for Euston because I found that I had to be the voice for doing what was right, mm. what was legally, morally right. <laughs> I'm playing applause right now. <laughs> Charlie about, it's a good. Oh yeah, wait. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Special. Yeah. There's a new one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I. I'd never ever thought I'd have to be the voice for doing what was legally correct. Mm. But, but Joe, you wouldn't know until you no. get into council. You wouldn't know. Well, our first when I got onto council, so. I was approached by the mayor to run for council. Mm. And because I've, I've done so much volunteer work in this community, I thought, you know what, maybe this is the next step. Because, mm. I mean, I had had dealt with the Shire for the netball court at yep. Houston, et cetera, had issues, and I thought, well, maybe this is my next step. This is another way I can help my community. Seems logical. Yeah. Mm. So I luckily got in and uh, we had a training you know, welcome to council and this is what's expected of you councillors. And we had one councillor who just spoke the whole time in regards to a lot of stuff before my time. When the meeting ended, I turned to another new councillor and I said, well, that was a waste of time. I did not learn not one thing what is expected of me. So I then went to the mayor and the general manager and said, what the hell? If you think we learnt anything from that, we did not. And they sort of just laughed and went, oh, yeah, that's the councillor, that's him. That, look, Without I being, just, I, I reckon <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but, yeah, I was hoping for a lot more training on, you know, this is 
how things work. Mm. Processes, can, yeah, procedures exactly. and stuff like that. Mm. But no, it was just straight in and then performance improvement order, bang, it was on. So I felt like I was always treading water, trying to keep up. Mm. And I used to say that to mum and dad. I used to say, I don't think I'm being effective. I don't, I don't know enough. I don't know the procedures and the policies. And they said, you're the only voice of reason going, hang on, stop. This is not right. You're doing the basic things that should be already in place. Yeah, and that's it. And you can't, unfortunately, you can't make changes for Euston if things are not getting done the right way because mm. clearly if things are not getting done the right way and you're the only one going in to bat for Euston and you're speaking against the other councillors, you've already lost that majority vote yeah. effectively. Look, I can't tell you how many times I've been the only one that's voted against something. There's so many things that I've had to go, I'm sorry, fellas, like, come on. Mm. When you say fellas, was it mainly men? It was all men. Oh. It, our finance, mm. she was a lady. Mm. But, I mean, all the councillors, yeah. yeah, were males, mm. um, which didn't bother me. Like I no, wasn't, I wasn't. No, but you've been involved good. with footy clubs long <laughs> yeah. enough. No, yeah. but it's always good to have a cross section. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. So. Well, one of the reasons I actually went on as well was because I thought, if you look at who re- represented the councillors, who's on there, you have a lot of businessmen, rich or retired. I'm like, where's the single mums, the struggling, hardworking people that just hey, Joe people. How about you move to Robinvale? <laughs> Jade, I've and in actually, October. I have had that said to me quite a few times, Jade, but no, this I don't think I could ever do this again. It it's just oh, been a moment. But that's, that's a shame though. Yeah, no. And look, and because it was so full on, I did not have the time to give to it that I should have mm. as well. Because it is it's really time consuming. It's oh. a really time consuming job. It, well, I was told it was just, and I was naive, but the mayor said to me it's only one meeting a month. Oh, my a bit gosh. Of reading, but you'll be right. <gasps> well, I totally got the other story. Oh, no, and I don't want to make this about me, but Anne Young was mayor when I came on, and she was very much, it's a lot of time, it's a lot of reading, Jade. You've got two young kids. You know, I think you'd be great, but it's about, you know, yeah. anywhere between 30 to 50 hours a week. No, not at all what I was told. Um, and I did say, look, I don't think I have the time because I, I work full time. I had casual jobs and mm. a single mum. Mm. I don't. And I did say that to the mayor and he's like, oh, it's only a meeting. You'd be right. So really, um, they just wanted you to come there and vote yes, <laughs> pretty much. Well, maybe, but they all pretty much found out pretty quickly. I don't yeah, know. going to say that. You're not the little black duck that's going to do that though, are you? No. 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 Like I didn't. I didn't have any councillors come to me trying to persuade me any other way because I think they just knew that that I'm it wasn't going to work. I'm going to have my own opinion, and especially on the big things, nothing was going to change me. Like you know, with the caravan park, that was a big one. Yeah, and the community were absolutely ropeable. And I, you know, I ended up ringing OLG and getting advice before mm. a meeting because I wanted to go in. I didn't want to hear. Other councillors' opinions. I didn't want to hear the GMs. I thought I need to get advice from someone higher. So, but do you think, and and maybe not, but if the public, and, and I'm going to answer my own question here because, again, we said it earlier that 
if people don't want to hear the truth, they're not. They'll only hear what they want to hear. So as far as the caravan park goes, if the decisions had been made correctly from the start, it wouldn't have been an issue, but things would have had to have been done properly from the start. Yes, it would have made a difference. But we eventually got there and started doing what was correct. Mm. Um, But we had to change the um, contract, not as much as I would have liked to have. Mm. I know a bit about contracts with caravan parks Mm. and um, holy crap, I would have changed it big time. But (laughs) we we had... You're not a counsellor now. You may as well tell us what you really think. (laughs) Um, We had um, change, made minor changes to it and then... The Jesses refused to sign it. Oh. Yes. So oh, I that's didn't know where that. That happened, yes, because oh. it wasn't the original. But, I mean, we'd been told by OLG, you have to go over this. And I wanted to thoroughly go through it because yeah. I think we could have done a lot more with it. With the Jesses, like, it still could have done a lot better. But they, they obviously weren't happy with um, the little changes we put in. Wouldn't sign it, so that's where it all went Fell apart. Really Ooh. bad. Mm. Yeah, and it has turned sour. Really bad. So, but it's still running now. Look, we've just would you say we've so the caravan park has yeah. It's back up and going. Well, it, it never it's, stopped. It's never stopped. Oh, good. No, no, no. We had when they left on the first of December, I think it was. We had staff members, I think, go down and and um, run it until I think they've now got um, managers in interim managers, and then it'll. Okay, good. Well, it would have come back to council to put in permanent ones, you know, get tenders. I was going to say, so it would go out to tender. That's right, yeah. yes. But so now that'll be up to the administrator. So what happens now with Bowrandall Houston? Like who runs them? Like what's the administrator. So, so, what, so all the staff members stay. It's only the eight councillors that have gone. So are they going to – everyone going to have to reapply or is there going to be another election? What happens? Uh, there, there will be in 2024. Oh, so oh wait. So wait a minute, for the next four years, there's no councillors. So we were up this September. So that's that's what I thought. So there is a push to get it changed to do it this September. But if you read the report, it's 2024. They'll be without. Yeah. So who makes it? That Mm. makes no sense. So if if I if I live in Euston, I have a problem. Yep. There's no local councillor to go and see. No, no, no. There's not. There's no local. You just go to the staff. Up there. Yeah, yes, you do. I was under the impression, and like I said, I speed read the the transcripts and the report. To be honest, so did I, Jade, because I was over it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Like I said, it's an enthralling read, (laughs) as most government documents are. However, I I was under the impression bringing administrators in would last until September. No. We assume (gasps) that's probably what it would be too, but no, they've – Decided it's going to take a few years to get things back on an even keel before they'll be ready for councillors to be elected. So, yeah, it's a biggie. And is there anything to say that you can't reapply or any other councillors? I've not been told. I've been asked that question a yeah. hundred times. Like in every other, like all the eight councillors, can they all reapply? Like no re- idea. I have not been informed of that. Mm. Um, I am hoping to catch up with the GM um, just because we had a relationship as you know, I was talking to him nearly every day. He was mm. so sick of hearing Houston. <laughs> um, and, yeah, there's questions I want to ask, so. <laughs> that would be an AAC, uh, AAC yeah. ruling, I would think, if you've ever run. Surely there'd be or there'd be something in the Local Government Act. I haven't. Whoa. You know, when I found out, my head was just everywhere. 
And the more I read, the angrier I got, the more yeah. I cried. And then I was an idiot and I went on Facebook oh, and looked at people's comments. I stayed up the whole night, the first night. Oh, no. I was in tears. I'm like, it's Never not everyone. Facebook. Like, people yeah. were just saying those councillors are corrupt. No, they're not. Yes, some may have some <laughs> issues. I'll be really polite. Um, <laughs> this is just for I'm our not. patrons. So you can, you know what, people are paying to hear this, so you can say whatever the hell you want. You're not a councillor yeah, anymore. Yeah, well, there were questionable councillors for sure that have been on there for like 30 years. And do you think that that's an issue? I think longevity, that, yes. that, that length of time in government is certainly an issue. Yes. Because you get stuck in that even now, I'll, like Luke and I have been talking about his um, fundraising campaign at the moment and the only sort of negative or walls he's come up against, he calls it the old way of thinking or the old yes. small town way of thinking. Yep. And certainly that kind of thing you would think has to inhibit someone's ability to not only govern but to make decisions based on the future and that's sort of the principles that I think you and myself and hopefully a lot of others, uh, uh, other leaders would sort of govern by, like how, what's the, how is this decision going to affect things around here five generations into the future? Yeah. And I, don't, I think after that long, that thought process becomes yeah. redundant. Yeah. I actually, um, before I went to my first meeting, I was told, um, I was told that I should be quiet for a year, yeah. don't talk, listen and learn. So for the first year, I was fairly quiet. I, I did have a few things, Dave. I was fairly quiet. And then a year come up and we were having a workshop and I got onto the then general manager, um, Aaron, oh, I can't even remember how to say his last name, Aaron, um, and I said, right, I, I've been quiet. Now I want to address the councillors. And I basically addressed the councillors and I said, come on, fellas, let's look at the big picture. Like We're forgetting the big picture, not the now and let's keep this person happy for today. I know we have to listen to the community and work towards goals that they're agreeable in, but you don't have to listen to them every day and try and do everyone's. You have to look at in the future what's the best for the yeah. whole yes. shire. Yes. You know, and posting on Facebook, not the best thing for the Shire. No. You know, we had a councillor do that. I'm like, come on, I could get on Facebook and get some Euston people very upset. I could get plenty of support. Mm. But what is that going to do? <laughs> Still? If that's no, great. That, was, that one was me. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And the Facebook thing is so dangerous. It's yes. so dangerous, especially if you start reading it. You know, I've worked in media for a lot of years, so I've got a pretty thick skin and I can read things like that and just, or whatever. But for people close to you, um, if your mum and dad are reading it, if Chelsea's reading it, that's hurtful for them. Yeah. 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 And, ha you know, you could say don't read it, but that's easier said than done too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. Because I read some of those comments on the ABC thread the other day, yeah, that's and that's when I messaged you and went, "Oh my god, that's oh my I god!" That and then, <gasps> oh, then I found another thing, and then oh. some local people put stuff up on Facebook posts, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And and I was I went to Fishers one day, and I, I just hung my head and tried to get through without anyone seeing me. Mm. So yeah. worried, and I shouldn't worry about what people think of me. I know you know you should have enough self esteem not to worry. 
Yeah. But I do. And I just didn't, I didn't want to leave the office. I went into the office and I was like, God, don't make me leave today. Don't make me leave yeah. today. Like, yeah. yeah. And you shouldn't have to live like that. No. That's no, no. like you said, you've done nothing wrong yeah. from the transcripts and the reports. Yeah. In my, well, how I've understand it yeah. or how I've read it, it's very clear that there's certainly a few counsellors who have not been um, honest, who have not been doing things in the correct manner. And then when somebody comes in and says, you need to rethink your decision-making process, yeah. they've got upset. Yeah. Um, and then, but again, when things are not being done properly, this is the result. Exactly. And innocent yeah. people get hurt. Yeah. Yep. Um, and not just you, like I said, your family as well, mum, dad, yeah. Chelsea. Thank goodness mum and dad aren't on Facebook. Mm. <laughs> That's not their era. Although mum's I like, was going to say, isn't your mum on Facebook? No, she's not. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> thought she me. was. She's okay. like, get me on your Facebook. I'm going to write something. No. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, my mother, that would be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> um, but it's lovely that she wanted to back me like that. But I said, mm. social media, no. No comments, no. You know, for those who really want to know the truth, they're going to read the transcripts. They're going to read the report. Or they're going to come and ask me mm. straight out. Yeah. And for anyone that isn't going into that level of information seeking and are just making <laughs> off-the-cuff comments, yes. that's where the misinformation cycle. Yeah, but at the same time, Joe, it's become really apparent, I think, that people do go and get information and that a majority, and unfortunately it is usually the silent majority, are smart enough to know the truth. Yeah. But people around here are not silly. It's the – there's the odd few and it's it's the same everywhere. It's not just our area. It's not just yeah. Swan Hill. It's not just Bell Reynold. It's, it's everywhere. There's the odd few that love to get on Facebook and throw allegations mm -hmm. and strong words yeah. around and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and generalise yeah. a lot. But yeah. they yeah. generally don't travel in huge packs. Yeah. You know, it's usually yeah, no, a couple. No, that's right. Thank God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but most people, particularly around here, it's become really apparent to me that – most people, and they're the ones that will come up to you in the supermarket and give you a pat on the back and yeah. go, mate, it's all good or yeah. well done and things like that. And they're the ones that you go, oh, God, thank God for you. And you can <laughs> yeah, breathe I, out. And I did. I had a lady in um, Fishers and she was a used to, and I seen her and I just sort of hung my head and I thought, oh, God, what is she thinking? Mm. Looking at me, what is she thinking? I'm like, don't talk to me, don't talk to me. And she did and she was... She was beautiful, mm. absolutely beautiful, and she probably doesn't know it, but she made my day. Mm. Like, I was like, oh. Yeah, but how nice is it yeah. when people just go, Yeah. We've, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got and you, like, we know. She wasn't a close friend or anything. She's just a Euston resident mm. that I know. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I was just blown away. And yeah. then just with more of that, I've started thinking, okay, come on, it's not that bad, just power ahead. You did what you could do. Mm. You did do what you could do, but the outcome, unfortunately, is... Pretty crappy. <laughs> it's certainly not a good outcome. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not. But anyway, on a positive note, yes, I there is the a list. yeah. Let's get to the list. Let's get to it's Charles' just... list. I don't even know what's on my list now. You've had me talking achievements. That much. So, achievements. Well, we're, you said we're you weren't a good talker, and we've yeah. been talking for a long time. So, oh yeah, and mm. I'm sweating and I'm all shaky. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> look, you know what? Um, I keep saying. I used to keep saying to my dad, I just. I haven't achieved enough for Houston. And he said, well, I can tell you now that Houston has been mentioned more in those meetings than ever before. 
he said, so you have at least the name on everyone's lips because mm. they're hearing it and they're sick of hearing it too. But, and it came in meetings, like they'd talk about something they wanted for Barry Arnold and then the mayor would go, all right, Joe, we know you want to say something. <laughs> and it's like, well, yes, I do. If yeah. you want to get that for Barry Arnold, I want to get this for Euston. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, so that's... That's good in a way that I, I got Euston in the forefront a lot mm. more. Um, but anyway, I was really passionate about the Euston Oval and facilities. Um, to me, my worry is if we let that go, the entrance to Euston from Mildura is going to be horrible. Yeah. And who's going to stop? Mm, you okay. see that, you're going to, oh, let's just keep going. So I've worked really hard and there's also um, a committee that work, and I'm on that committee uh, and so is my dad and... Jeff um, Windmill is the president. We've worked really, really hard <laughs> with the Shire. Um, so we've finished the boundary fence. Around the back? Yes. Oh, there is now a boundary great. fence keeps all the, out. the way. It keeps well, the kids in, it more to the point. It keeps the kangaroos yeah. out and the kids in. So that was one of our issues because we used to see them running over yeah. the levee bank and I'm like, oh, oh no. my God. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we really worked hard on that. So um, I got that on, on the Good forefront with, with Michael. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got the netball court resurfaced, which the show is paying half of, and our committee uh, fundraised, and we're we're paying the other half. Uh, the toilet block at the oval, the the one out the back, yep, which so many tourists use, yeah, so many. We've had that all renovated. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yes, it is. We still we've got it rendered as well, so we're just waiting. You, you've got to wait so long before you get it painted. Is there now a disabled cubicle in there? There's no, no, no. There's a disabled cubicle in the, yeah, in yeah, the room, but not there. Mm. Small steps, Jade. I couldn't. Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I've been reading over public convenience strategies, so toilets are at the top of mind at the moment. Yeah. Um, oh, I was also able to get uh, fifteen hundred dollars donated to the Robinvale Euston Ski Race. Yay! Um, I think for the last three years it might have been, um, and that was hard work. But as I said to them, you know, Baranald has um, the horse racing and they have their New Year's Eve and they have the Five Rivers. I said, this is our event. big, big event. Mm. Yeah. And this makes work for our kids and we need to support it. So anyway, we got it across the line, but we'll see if it keeps going. <laughs> yeah. I'm really hoping. Um, yeah. It and should. Otherwise... Yeah. You can now help them write a good proposal <laughs> for the Swan Hill events grants. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, look, and that's probably, I mean, I've always had people come and talk to me about roads that needed grading, which I've always gotten onto <laughs> and we've always managed to get done. What, people come to you about roads? Huh. Really? No, I know. Joking, aren't you? <laughs> Very strange. I've never heard of such a yeah, thing. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, anything anyone come to me about, I, I would always action it mm. was n- maybe not always as fast as um they wanted but as you know there is red There's tape a process with cancel yeah mm. yeah and you and i won't either circumvent that process no yeah. well you can't again legally you can't as a counselor That's you right. can't legally you can't no. no um it's a phone call and you can it doesn't take long to put in that phone call to the general manager or the ceo yeah then yeah. they can they can deal with that process yeah we're kind of just the communication tool in the middle yeah mm. yeah so yeah look that's probably the major major stuff i've been able to 
help you some with. It's certainly not everything I would have liked to have done and, mm. and I've certainly tried to get some grant funding um, to, to no avail. Mm. But grant but. funding is also well, – was it you and I that were having, having the conversation last week, Charlie, about – we need communities' involvement to get involved in those grant applications and yeah. and things like that. Like a, a councillor, again, legally, councillor can't do that. Yeah, you can see no, what, what no, needs no, to be no. done, but yeah. someone actually has to apply for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have a grants um, guy at the council and mm. he has come down and looked before at different things and I've shown him different things that we need grants for and, mm. um, yeah, nothing has ever come through to Euston. It's interesting, so, isn't it? Um, yeah. Hmm. Yes. Oh, Very interesting. That's what's, probably all I should say on that. Yeah. Well. What's um? <laughs> what's the population difference between the two? Baranald uh, and Euston. I think it's roughly twelve hundred in Baranald yeah. and six hundred in Euston. But a lot of Euston are not registered to vote. Uh, mm. I was going to yeah, say, how say, many actual uh, voters in Euston? Uh, when I was running, I thought, oh, man, I've got so many friends and all my close friends are not registered. No, oh. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to do that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I may not get in because you guys Correct. are registered. And, Joe, when you look at the statistics, yeah, there's about, what, 280-odd voters, registered voters in Euston, and I only know this from the last state election or last federal election, sorry. And in Robinvale, same thing. Then we might have a population of about 8,000 people. There's 2,000 registered voters. That's mm. it. Yeah. So, and this is my thing, if if we want two councillors for Robinvale, yeah. we're going to need a lot more, first of all, a lot more registered voters, mm. but your network's going to have to span wider than Robinvale if we're unsubdivided. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's one but, of those. And the funny thing is those unregistered voters mm. are very vocal. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I... You know, my comeback is always, and I've been brought up like this, you don't complain about something unless you're willing to do something to fix the problem. (laughs) (laughs) And you're absolutely right. Mm. And it's one of those those things. Come to us with your problems, but if if you're coming to us with a problem and you have a really well thought out solution... Yeah. By all means, bring that back because that Absolutely. makes things so much easier to deal with. Yeah. So, and they're the they're the they're the ones that you like. But, but it might be a challenge, but they're the, the challenges that you love. Yeah, and can yeah. go right. This is what the community is actually telling us is the problem and what the solution is. Exactly. Well, this makes me angry, but I laugh as well. Our committee over looking after the oval and that we decided. All right, we've got to get some we've got to get some community feedback. So I did up. A little, um, you know, survey F- monkey yeah, survey. survey. Yeah. Just, no, we put it in two hundred and thirty boxes, uh, post office box. Oh, the old school letterbox yes. drop. No <laughs> yes. excuse then. Exactly two hundred and thirty, and there were questions like, if we held a promotional women's match, football match, would you attend? Mm. Yes or no? <laughs> if I wanted to start up an annual netball tournament over at Euston Court involving Manang, Baranald, Golgol whatever, would you attend? So not like hard long division questions yes no. and things? Yeah. Just yes or no. <laughs> yeah. Or is there, and then the third was something like, do you have any suggestions on how we can use the oval more? Now to 230, how many do you reckon I got back? Charlie can guess at this. I don't want to. Three. One. <gasps> oh, my God. Stop it. One. That's offensive. 
one. And I saw someone. Was my it friend. Chelsea's? Be careful. It was Lynn Hammett. So one person. One person. One. Per- and I said to my friends, "Did you get?" It? Oh, I saw something. One girl said, "I didn't know what you wanted me to put." And I'm like, "Didn't know." It's your opinion. It's <laughs> your opinion. And I, after that, I was just ready to throw everything in. I yeah. was just like. I, I can't keep fighting if no one wants. If you haven't got an army. Yeah. That's the thing. You can't fight yeah. without an army. Yeah. And that's. Well, the army is, you know, depleted. It's just. So, oh. yeah, that that was um, that was pretty hard to take. I was so angry for weeks. Oh, it would be demoralising so too. So yeah. demoralising. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then I didn't want to tell the Shire. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, no one's interested. No, but you're 100%. <laughs> Of the people, you should have said 100% of the people that you got back said yes to both of them. Yeah, yeah well, that's exactly right. You don't, don't tell them there's only one. You don't have to put the footnotes on the bottom yeah. and go, yeah, yeah, out of a study yeah. of 230 but, people. You know, and I suppose, look, Euston residents, uh, they're fed up with the Shire, have mm. been for years. Mm. Yeah. It's the whole Rumble Swan Hill thing, mm. you yeah. know. We never get any money spent here. We get no respect. No one listens. So but it's the same thing with Romvale, as in, like, with the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what they look at. They look at the numbers. Like, they're not going to do stuff here. Oh, they will. They will if, and this is this is what I keep saying, they will if it's a good enough cause and there's enough community involvement yeah. that will drive the project mm. and if projects are scoped to the point where they're shovel-ready. That's yeah. the issue. If you if we can't go to a funding body when money falls out of the sky, as it often does from the feds, we can't go to them and say, right, well, there's drought, drought relief money here. We've got this project and we think, oh, yeah, maybe we could do this. That's not how it works. Yeah. You need to have projects scoped, shovel ready yeah. to go. If we can't get the community involved, well, then, of course, we're not going to get money spent yeah. here. Um, and, and that's the long and the short of it. And people can whinge about paying their rates and whatever. But if you're not involved and telling us what you want, what you need, for example, mm. Donnie's now on the Lower Murray Water Advisory Committee. Go because, well, it's been one of those things. Don't whinge about it if you're not going to do anything about it. Exactly. So he's now yeah. doing something yeah. about it. Yeah. And bloody good on him. I reckon when he Absolutely. told me that the other day, I nearly fell off my chair. I went, that is awesome. And maybe that will start a flow on effect of people going, oh, yeah, well, yeah. if Donnie can yeah. do it, because he's yeah. a leader, if Donnie can do it, then maybe I can make a difference with XYZ. Yeah. You know, if yep. Charlie can go on the committee for the Mildura Base Hospital, maybe I can do X, Y, Z. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Joe, thank you so much for coming in <laughs> and being so open and honest. Thank and you. I know that people will get a lot out of this and kind of go, oh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, and maybe, maybe, just maybe this will make a difference. Maybe now that you're not a counsellor and having – being able to speak publicly will make more <laughs> of a difference than you could have ever hoped to at Euston. Who knows? Yeah. And well oh, done for having a go so. too. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. Well Thanks. done. No, thank you guys for having me on. It's Let not some. Um, but you know what? I'm still pretty, pretty happy I did it. Yeah. I still think I played my role. <laughs> it's, and it's all an experience. Mm. Yeah. Experience yeah, and is. character yeah. building. <laughs> for nothing else, we'll yeah, put yeah, it down to building character. character. Building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe, thank you so much. Please feel free to come back and talk to us. Is that your phone That's again? That's Graham again. Oh, my God. Graham, <laughs> stop it. It is too. Oh. 
three times. Graham, Graham, I'm busy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we have um, been sitting here talking for an hour, so he's, oh it's probably worth it. It's probably yeah. fine. Joe, we better let you go because I've got to go too. Chalutz has been here all day. Thank yeah. you very much. Thanks, Charlie. Um, yeah. We better sign off now as well. So yeah. thanks for stepping in for Donnie. You're back at work next week. I know. That's a Sad. shame. Yeah. Your nose job looks good, though. Mm. Joey had a nose job. I didn't have a had He a had a nose job. I, I had he a had fix. a re-off. Well, so I can breathe. Anyway. So I can breathe. So, it's worked? Uh, well, it's only been two, two and a half oh, weeks. Okay. So. Has the swelling gone down yet? <laughs> oh, Jay. Oh, no, awful. I know. Oh, terrible. God. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Charlie, Joe, thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. See you, Joe. Thank you.